Welcome back to Broken Strength. I'm your host, Karen, and we're on episode 10. I feel like I haven't talked that much to make 10 episodes, <laughs> but I wanted to talk today about how to get into a healthy lifestyle, build up that fitness routine, make those healthy food choices, because I feel like it seems so overwhelming, but in reality, it's not. Because if you can make an unhealthy lifestyle, you can make a healthy lifestyle. Think about that for a minute. Because a lot of people think that it's going to be this super hard thing, that it's going to take so much effort, so much work. But realistically, like, driving to a fast food place, ordering, paying, all that stuff, bringing it at home, eating it, same amount of effort as it is to just boil something like potatoes or make something super quick at home. You can even make just soup. There's the healthier options that don't take like hours and hours to make, but we tend to just try to pick the options that seem the easiest when we have other options that are easy and healthy. So let's chat about it today because when it comes to just exercise in general, um, it can be really hard to like build that into our routines and stick with it and feel like, oh yeah, like this is going to be something I can do forever. Sometimes it becomes super overwhelming and it doesn't matter how long you've been in the gym or how long you've been doing it. I have been working out for like eight or nine years and I was a competitive gymnast before that for my entire life growing up so like I was an active human being I still am but even getting to the gym some days is hard like I have days where I'm just like no not today I don't really feel like going but there's things that we can do in our daily routines that can help us build up that routine so obviously I've gotten to the point where it's like now I've been doing it for so long that I even when I don't want to go I still end up going unless I like literally need a rest day because my body's like hello we're dying um, I won't go during those moments, but when I'm having an unmotivated day and I just don't feel like necessarily doing it, I will still go because that is where I'm at. But it takes time to get to those points. It takes time to build that discipline up and have that routine there where it's easy for us to get it done. So I want to talk to you guys about building healthy lifestyles and how to create these healthy habits and breaking those unhealthy ones because it is a journey but it is possible at the same time. And so let's go into some ways that we can reform our habits. Healthy lifestyles start with healthy habits, okay? So if your daily habits include things of unhealthy actions, unhealthy foods, not getting up and moving our bodies, then we need to change that. We need to start implementing the healthy habits. And habits can change, and I know it seems like it's impossible to change the habits that we have. It is possible, but it does take effort. We don't realize that like the unhealthy habits we have formed throughout our lives, whether that's how we eat, the movement we bring to our body, or the lack of movement, all of those things were eventually, like at some point in our lives created, but we might just not have realized it. Because it might have been something that was created when we were younger, a little kid, it's how our families were, how we grew up, whatever it is. And sometimes we think like, oh, that's just how I grew up. So like, that's how I have to be or how I'm supposed to be. But in reality, those habits were created, just like how you can now recreate those habits to make it into healthier versions. So we kind of forget that sometimes because a lot of the like habits that we have at going into being like teenagers or adults stem from how we were as a child and how we grew up in our childhoods in general. So that's why it's important like when you are like a parent to be able to try and influence those healthy habits because your kids do watch you and your kids are gonna look up to you and what you do and for me like I picked 
well, I didn't pick gymnastics. I feel like gymnastics kind of picked me. I was like the monkey on the like playgrounds. Like I literally was swinging off of everything. So my parents were like, yeah, like this girl's gotta go into gymnastics. But it became something that I like genuinely loved. And like my dad grew up playing hockey or he played hockey for a while. My mom played ringette. My brother played hockey. I hated hockey with a passion, so gymnastics was definitely my thing. So we were, like, a pretty, like, athletic-y type of family. But I feel like this plays into so many different ways of life as well, like, being a parent. Um, obviously, I'm not a parent, but, like, <clears throat> when I think about, like, how much I looked up to my family, I didn't just look up to them, like, in a health standpoint. I feel like I'm probably the healthiest person in my family at this point, but they, what you do as a parent, kids would watch everything. So how you treat people, how you talk, how you react to certain situations, your work ethic, your healthy habits, your lifestyle habits, whatever it is, a kid will always look up to them. So that's something like I realized because not only like, I didn't have them like, my parent, my family wasn't meal prepping. Like obviously that's something I do and that's something I chose to do, but like, they were fairly healthy for the most part, but I feel like I kind of took my own path in that sense, but they're always very hardworking people. And that's where I get like my drive from and where I want to kind of like build my career from and be at those points and those levels that they're at because like that's what I grew up watching. So like they're a huge influence. So as a, like a parent, you want to make sure that you are giving your children like the best that you can possibly give them for having something to look up to. So when it comes to like these healthy habits, when we're, we want to start them as young as possible. Uh, but obviously sometimes that's a little bit different for some people. So if you're coming out of like a childhood in a constant state of like unhealthy foods, lack of movement, whatever it is, and you're in a teen like stage or a young adult, you can still make these changes even if you didn't grow up this way. So when it comes to building healthy habits, you want to plan and identify the unhealthy patterns and triggers. So a lot of the time, it's not necessarily like it's just, oh, I'm used to this. This is what I'm going to do. It's certain things that happen like in your life, throughout your days, whatever it is, that are triggering these things to occur. So sometimes like we go through something that is like traumatic as a kid or something and that thought comes into our mind and we instantly turn to like food for example or we just get super like unmotivated un like excited about life that we just don't want to like do anything and we kind of start to like become a hermit <laughs> and so there's different things like unhealthy patterns and trigger points that we can definitely look at to see like where you're at and like what your main causes are so I do this with my um, girls a lot that are in my team but we always kind of like Everyone's like, I have this going on or this is happening. It's like, I feel like I, this is embarrassing or whatever it is. They'll like say something like that. And I'm like, why do you feel like this is happening? And usually it has nothing to do with like their current state or like what's happening in their life right now. Usually it stems from something from their past. And I have one girl that is older than me and we were talking about like something I'm not gonna like any give any details but like we were just talking about something and she was like this is happening to me and this is happening blah 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 like I don't understand why so I like went through all these questions with her and I was like trying to find that like trigger point and it, she was like it's, it comes from like trauma from like a child as well as like things she has gone through over like the past like say 10 years of her life so the stuff that was happening to her wasn't because of now it was because of things she never dealt with before and a lot of the time, that's where those unhealthy habits can come from, is from unsolved issues or feelings from our past that we need to, as scary as it is, we need to tackle them. We gotta 
address them and be like, hello, why are you still here in my life? Could you please not? And once we can like actually attack those trigger points and understand where they're actually coming from and what the main cause is, we can start to wean them out of our lives. We don't feel like we have to have them there anymore. Once you address it, it's easy to or easier to let it go. And so I went through this with certain things that have came up. I've went to therapy. I've done the talking about it. And it definitely does help. And it becomes something that you can just be like, yeah, I don't really care anymore. Like, it might still pop up, but it's not going to be that huge trigger point, if that makes sense. So you want to identify, like, what these main areas are, what these triggers are. So you understand where those unhealthy habits come from. And then you want to change your surroundings. And this one's huge because a lot of people, like, will have a like friend group for like 10 plus years even though they're like not nice people or they're not benefiting them in any sort of way or helping them improve their life and their habits and whatever it is they keep them around because like oh they've just been my friend forever like no just because somebody's been around forever does not mean that they need to be in your life currently yeah I had best friends when I was growing up like ride or die best friends did I keep them around no because they were first of all part of the problem in high school and also they weren't going to benefit me they weren't going anywhere with their lives to motivate me to do anything else with mine like I picked people that were had a drive that were there to like make something of their lives and that's where like my friend group stems from now and it's people that actually want to do something with themselves and they're motivating and they're encouraging but we tend to surround ourselves with just like the comfort people and it's hard to like break out of those zones and be like you're not benefiting my life. Like, yes, we had a great run, but sometimes you got to break up with your friends. Sometimes they don't need to be there forever. And I hear this a lot where it's like friends are, I don't, I'm going to say this wrong, but it's like friends are there for like a reason or a season. And then there's friends that are there for like a lifetime. You know that one? I don't think that's exactly how it's said, but like I have heard that so many times and it's so true. Like you might have, like, this is like the best example of like junior high and high school it's like yeah you'll have friends throughout those years but it's like when you graduate or you move to a different school like sometimes they just expire like they're like yeah we're not friends anymore like it just you just go in your own journeys on your own paths and that's exactly what it is like friends are there for like a season but then you have those friends that are going to be like a ride or die lifetime long friend and I have one friend like that right now and I can go like a year or two without talking to her and it's like as soon as I speak to her again or like message her, it's like nothing's ever changed. And she's just one of those people that's like me in like a different version of me, if that makes sense. So it's like, it doesn't matter like what happens, how much time passes, what we're talking about. It's just, everything always feels the same, which is great. And it's nice. Cause it's like, I'm not a huge, like I have to be with my friends 24 seven type person. Like I like my space and I like hanging out with like my boyfriend and just like having our time and like doing stuff that we need to do. So I like having friends that are just like, they do their own thing. But if you want to talk to them, they're there to talk to you, if that makes sense. So like, you want to make sure that your surroundings are also going to benefit you. So it's like, you want to get rid of those groups that aren't going to benefit you. Those friends that maybe aren't doing any justice in your life aside from just bringing you down even more so you want to readjust that and reevaluate who's in your life what they're doing how they're going to affect you and what can you do to boost your future within your current surroundings so if like you don't have people that aren't supporting you you want to find people that support you um if you have a different career path than somebody else and they don't support it 
go find friends that are in that same career path. My biggest thing is finding friends that are in the gym because I have had friends that don't work out and it's the most excruciatingly painful like thing to deal with because it's like you say oh like sorry I can't do that I'm gonna go to the gym people are like seriously the gym's more important than me and it's like yes it actually is because it's for my mental health but they don't understand that so you want to find people that actually like have the same like ideas as you same like wants and interests that's the word I'm looking for and so sometimes when we have those opposites like yeah opposites can attract but sometimes they tend to bring you down so finding people that have the same interests that are going to be there to like uplift you and motivate you are really going to help you in those situations so a lot of my friends are all like gym-based people I found my boyfriend literally at the gym I met him at the gym and it was one of those things where it's like we're the exact same person we have the exact same interests it's our favorite thing to do together it's just like go to the gym have a good workout it's us and so that's what makes it so awesome like having that relationship that's like we are the same type of person and it's like the whole like two peas in a pod type thing and it's important to surround yourself with people that are gonna have the same interests know what you're doing know why you're doing it gonna encourage you to do it and all that so if you don't feel like you have a good support system and a support group then that's a really big one to kind of take a step back and like assess your surroundings be like Who's here for the long time? Who's here for a season? Who's here for a reason? Like all of those things and understand like why these people are in your life currently and if you want them to be in there for a long period of time. So that one's a huge point. It's just understanding your surroundings and adjusting them as needed. And then this one kind of ties into the first one we just talked about, how we want to identify, like, where those triggers come from. But this is also, like, asking for support and help. This can be from, like, family, friends, coworkers. It can also be from, like, therapy, counseling, whatever it is. But it's okay to ask for extra support. And this is something I have always vouched for with my girls is, like, any time they're like, hey, like, I want to go on my own, but, like, I'm nervous to go on my own yet – I will always be like, you know what, unless you feel a thousand percent ready to go on your own and like you're like, I got this, I don't recommend it because I'm like, sometimes we need that extra support. We need that accountability there. Eventually we get to the point where it's like we're free from it and we were like, okay, like we got this on our own, but sometimes it takes a little while and so it's okay to ask for that extra support. I've had girls leave my group for like a month or two because they're like, hey, I gotta try it on my own and then they're like, you know what, I'm doing great, but I just miss like the accountability and that support and they'll come back for that and like it's okay. Just because you come back to something because after like say you finished or graduated from it doesn't mean that you failed at it. It just means that you liked how it was. You enjoyed that extra support and accountability. But it's okay to ask for support. And I feel like just asking for support, asking for help, any of those concepts are freaking terrifying because everybody has made it out to seem like it's something so bad or it's like, oh, you're weak because you have to ask for help. Like asking for help does not mean you are weak in any sort of way whatsoever. It literally just means you have the strength the balls to go out and better yourself and your mental health doesn't mean that you're weak in any sort of way but it's okay to ask for extra support ask for extra help get that accountability go after that coach or that program that you're you have your eye on but you weren't 100 sure on because you feel like people were going to judge you for it like do what you got to do for you get that extra support it's going to be very helpful and then also doing like healthy activities and finding activities that are healthier based not as like say 
sitting around, watching TV type of vibes. You want to do things that are like walking, hiking, biking, go play basketball, frisbee, football, whatever it is, something that you enjoy. Fill your time with these healthy activities. When I was going through a really low point in my life, when I first moved to Kelowna, I was super overwhelmed because I was like, this was, this is my dream place. Like, I love Kelowna. I think it's a great place. Personally, I don't think it's right now worth living there just for the fact of, like, how expensive it is. Because it's like, why, like, why live in a place that, yes, it's beautiful, like, but why have that stress of being, like, this is gonna break my bank living there 24-7 type of thing. And, like, yeah, the apartments are fine. Like, it was not an expensive place when I lived in apartments. But it's, like, even groceries are, like, so much more expensive than buying them here. So, like, right now it's kind of like, I don't really care to live there. But I do eventually obviously want to. But when I moved there, I was like, this is my dream place, but I don't know a single person here. And I was so, so, so sad. And I went hiking. I went to the beach. I went for lots of walks. I played basketball. I did everything you could imagine to bring myself, like, happiness and joy. And it was the most helpful time and things to do. And I eventually started to make some friends and started doing things. But when I needed it the most and I was starting to find myself like not wanting to leave my house because I was like this is overwhelming doing those activities it helped tremendously so finding different activities healthy activities to fill your time can be really beneficial and then also tracking your progress we go into these health and fitness journeys where we think like oh we have to like move the scale no you don't have to lose weight you don't have to gain weight you don't have to do any of that You can literally track your progress by like how your mood is, where your energy levels are, how your stomach's feeling. If you've been bloated for years and you're finally feeling like you're not, like that's a huge win. That's a huge progress point. You can do measurements. You can do photos. There's so many ways you can track your progress and it literally does not have to do with always just being like a photo waiter measurement. It can be how you're feeling, your energy, your sleep, your mood, like so many different things. But it's so important to track because it allows us to understand like where we're at, how well we're doing, all that good stuff. But that's huge. And then another big point for like building these healthy habits, because we've got identifying those unhealthy patterns, changing your surroundings, asking for support, um, filling your time with like healthy activities, tracking your progress, but also imagine your future. This one's big. Like, a lot of the time, I feel like as kids, we're always, like, dreaming big. Like, I'm going to be a princess when I grow up, or I'm going to be the president, whatever it is. Like, we always have these massive dreams as a kid, and, like, the older we get, the more reality sinks in, and the less we think things like that. Then eventually, we're like, well, I'll just be, like, a receptionist, or I'll just be this. I'll just be that. And we don't tend to think outside the box anymore. But when it comes to your health and fitness, you want to think like that. You want to think, like, what is my future going to look like? How are these habits today going to benefit me in the long run? And imagining your future can be like, whether it's playing with your grandkids eventually, running around, keeping up with them, or your own kids. It can be being able to like swim if you just have no cardio to swim. Like literally it can be anything. And you want to imagine your future and be like, this is why I'm doing this. Write it on a board, write it on a piece of paper, write it somewhere, put it somewhere you can see it every day so you always remember why you're doing this and have that vision there. And then also rewarding yourself is a really big thing to do to um, help build healthy habits. So like if you've had like a really good week or you had a really good time and you're doing really well for yourself, you can reward yourself. Like whether that's buying a new outfit, getting some new workout gear, 
going on a little weekend getaway, having a like, glass of wine with your girls, like whatever it is, like you can reward yourself in different ways. But it's important to also reward ourselves because like sometimes we get so trapped in these mindsets of like, I have to be perfect and I have to do this and that and well, whatever it is. We get so overwhelmed where it's like we forget that we're allowed to be human beings and allowed to enjoy ourselves still. So rewarding ourselves is a huge, huge, huge point to always follow and always keep there. And then also the final one I want to talk about for building the healthy habits in general is being patient. Being patient is huge because patience is key. And y'all have heard that and not just for fitness. You've heard it in everything in life because if we're impatient... We will never see the like light at the end of the tunnel. We will never get to that excitement point because we're never going to keep going. That patience is what gets us to those end results. It gets us across the finish line. When we don't have patience, we're not getting anywhere because we're never going to be able to get through those tough times and get through those points where maybe we're not making as much progress as we thought we were going to. And we want to give up on it. Like, having that patience is going to be huge. But healthy habits overall, like, you do have to change your lifestyle to build them. But it doesn't have to be something that's overwhelming and too much to handle. It can be done in small little stages. It can be as simple as just adding in, like, a little extra movement each day. Like, going for a quick walk in the morning or after work instead of sitting on the couch. Like, it doesn't have to be dramatic. You don't have to cut out everything, like, sugar, processed foods, go to the gym for hours at a time, like all right off the bat. Like you can literally do it in small steps, but building healthy habits takes time. And without those healthy habits, we're never going to get to those goals because our habits are what build our routines. And those routines are what get us to that long finish line that we have set out. But if we just try to make these changes without actually changing our habits, it's not going to last long term. And that's why you always hear those things where it's like, If you want to make change, you have to make changes because nothing changes if you don't change. And it's as simple as that. You do have to make those adjustments, but you don't have to do it in such an overwhelming way that you want to give up right off the bat because there's too many things going on. So it is important to make sure that when we are making those healthy habits and healthy adjustments that we do understand like this is going to take time and it's going to not be super easy off the bat. There's going to be a change after change after change, but we can do it in small little increments. I just want you guys to know that like building a healthy lifestyle and building these healthy habits doesn't have to be overwhelming or scary and it doesn't have to be super dramatic changes of your life currently. You can still live your normal life and just make those small little tweaks each day to be a little bit healthier, be a little bit more mindful about what you're consuming or what you're doing for your body and your movement or whatever it is. You can do it and I feel like that is such a underestimated statement because a lot of people feel like they just can't and it's easy to feel like that but it's just like how we pick unhealthy foods we pick unhealthy habits because we find that it's easier to do what we're used to doing whether that's eating fast food sitting on the couch not moving our bodies or doubting ourselves because it's hard to believe in ourselves it's hard to make those changes but you can make them and the first step to making those changes is believing that you can and it's hard sometimes you got to fake it till you make it sometimes you got to keep telling yourself like I got this I got this I got this even if you don't freaking got it at the beginning you just got to keep telling yourself that and I know a lot of people don't like and I've said this before I think at the beginning of the podcast or even just on Instagram some people don't like Sarah's day um, just for like the way she promotes things but I have followed her since before she even, like, was with 
her husband now, like years. And the one thing she has said that has always stuck with me is act confident and nobody will question you. It's the same thing with your lifestyle. If you are overwhelmed and you're like, I don't know if I got this. I don't know if I'm doing this right. Just act confident. If you're eating some broccoli and you're like, this is kind of disgusting, but it, like, I think it's healthy. Just act confident. Nobody's going to question you for eating it. Literally everything you do, you can just act like you got it. Fake it till you make it and make it happen. But sometimes we just have to go into it, not 100% knowing what we're doing or how we're doing it and try it to see if it's something that we can do or that we like doing or whatever it is. But you can make those changes. You just have to believe in yourself enough to do it. So I hope that this this episode makes sense to y'all. Um, and I hope it helps you a little bit with understanding that like ha- healthy habits aren't just something that's made overnight. And it's not just like one little switch of your brain and you're perfectly healthy. Like it does take time and it takes a lot of effort. But if you're wanting to have that longevity of life and those amazing memories with your kids and grandkids and all this stuff, like you do have to make those healthy changes and it's possible to make them. You just got to figure out what works best for you, how to do it for you, because every single person is going to be different. But if you guys are kind of in a stuck point where you're not 100% sure where to go from there or what to do, always feel free to message me on Instagram, email me, whatever it is. We can chat about it and see what you need for your journey. But I really appreciate you guys tuning in for episode 10. Um, we're into, I think this is like the second or third for Broken Strength since I changed the name, but I really, really appreciate all the support so far and I hope you guys are enjoying these episodes, but if you guys have anything you want me to talk about, always feel free to let me know, but other than that, that's all I gotta say, so thank you so much for listening and I will see you guys bright and early next Monday morning for our next episode.